Hey, you're listening to John Gregory Vincent here with the Surfacing Inclusive Leadership Podcast. This is leadership I learned the hard way during my 14 years on submarines. After a Gallup gig, working for the best human behavioral organization in the world, I was ready to launch my coaching, advising, and training company, The Submarine Way. So hey, let's cast off all lines because we're getting underway, The Submarine Way. Hey, before we get rolling this week, I, I want to chat up our, our sponsor. Uh, for all you folks, you've know, got a couple of thousand, if not more, um, listeners and over 100,000 downloads. And uh, so you folks that uh, listen know that we do a lot of sponsors, but we certainly don't uh, do sponsors with fellow podcasters. And we especially don't do podcasters <laughs> in the business and leadership space. But you know what? These guys are just too cool to, uh, to say no to. Let's face it, man, running a small business is a roller coaster of emotions. Reality is there's no way to completely avoid the chaos, but processes and systems, along with having the right people, that can make the difference between thriving and sinking. So if you're a business owner and or entrepreneur, you're, you're feeling the chaos creep into every area of your life. You'll find the need to organize chaos. You're going to find the need for the Organize Chaos podcast. This podcast is hosted by Trainual founder and CEO, Chris Ronzio. You don't need another podcast with all that, you know, the fluff of do this and do that, but they really don't give you any real advice. Um, Just like surfacing inclusive leadership, what you're going to get from these guys is you're going to get practical advice that'll help you build a better business today. <laughs> Sounds like a Ginsu knife commercial. Today! Now, today, these guys, nothing but good stuff. And, you know, you're going to learn things, productivity hacks, entrepreneurship, leadership. Uh, it just, it just, and it doesn't, you know, it even doesn't even stop there. Check this out, man. On Fridays, they feature exclusive interviews with today's top founders, authors, and leaders in the space. Names like Sam Parr, the founder and CEO of Hustle, the author of Scaling Up, Vern Harnish, and even Shark Tank host Damon John. How cool is that? So hey, join the thousands of uh, monthly listeners they have, uh, and they're learning how to organize the chaos in their business. That's the Organized Chaos Podcast. You can catch it anywhere you catch your podcast. Also, go to the description of this episode and you'll see a specific link. That's not easy to say. Specific link to their podcast. Again, Organized Chaos. Listen to it anywhere you listen to podcasts. It is super cool, I promise. So it is going to be so hard for me to not geek out on this topic this week because, as you heard in the opening, I'm a former Gallup guy and Gallup's got a big part to do with this. But the title, Is China Right? Are U.S. workers lazy and incompetent? Is quiet quitting a symptom of this? So, first of all, it's easy to get your hackles up over China's remarks, right? I mean, you know, Chinese telling us we're lazy, we're incompetent, you know. But you know what? It was echoed by by, uh, CEO Jamie Dimon. So, are we lazy? Has the latest generation, is Gen Z and, you know, sort of the... the, the, um, the younger Gen Ys, have they disappointed us abroad? Are they disappointing us internally? 
The answer is that based on facts, based on quantitative data, the answer is an, empath is, is an empathetic, <laughs> an emphatic no. Gen Z has different expectations, different tolerances, different things they're looking for in the workplace, but the data shows they're not lazy. Quiet quitting is a cool term. I like it. Quiet quitting sounds kind of cool, buzzword. People probably make a lot of money on the, on the you know on the talk show circuit and everywhere else talking about quiet quitting and uh, you know what the symptoms are. But the facts are the facts. Okay, Gallup again is part of my background. I'm going to use data here as an example. So, quiet quitting. There's there's three levels uh, of, of what's called an engagement. Uh, and I, I promise, you know, Deb, if you're listening, which I know you are because you're the president of the company, I won't geek out, but I, I do have to put these out to folks. You have three levels. You have engaged employees, you have not engaged employees, <coughs> and you have actively disengaged employees. So what's the difference? An engaged employee is giving you discretionary effort. They're going above and beyond. This is an exercise we all get to play in. I'm standing right now because I have too much energy, so you don't have to stand for this. But I'd like everybody to just raise your hand, left hand, right hand, just raise it, okay? Now try to touch the ceiling. Just reach as far as you can. Get on, I'm standing, so I'm on my tippy toes. See if you can touch the ceiling. From where you just sort of raised your hand to where you stretched it as far as possible, that is discretionary effort. That's an engaged employee. Not engaged employee, okay? Really, I'll tell you in a minute, but really where this broke, Gallup's been, been doing studies and interviews and measuring this for 50 years, but it really blew up in 99 when First Break All the Rules came out. This is where those categories of engaged, not engaged, and actively disengaged, okay? So remember, engaged is that discretionary effort. It's used. It's those, it's those people that just go above and beyond. Non-engaged means doing the work, but little to no discretionary effort. Sounds like quiet quitting. And then there's actively disengaged. Those, those folks are toxic. They're actually going out of their way to get in the way. But we're not going to talk about that. That's a whole different program. So here we go. Listen to this now. And we're going to focus on not engaged, which again, going to read another definition straight out of Gallup, but not engaged is quiet quitting. All right. It's just not as cool a title as quiet quitting. In 2000, 57% of the American workforce was not engaged. They were doing enough not to get fired. In 2021, that would be last year, 54% of workers were not engaged. So <laughs> there are fewer not engaged employees now than there were in 2000. So this whole quiet quitting thing sounds nice, sounds cool, but when you look at the quantitative data, it's just not factual. Listen to, listen to, and this is Gallup, listen to what a not engaged person is. They are psychologically unattached to their work and their company. These employees put time in, but not energy or passion in their work. Not engaged employees typically show up to work and contribute the minimum effort required. 
They're also always on a lookout for better opportunities and will quickly leave their company for a slightly better offer. That sounds a lot like quiet quitting, doesn't it? Because it is. But have you noticed, again, something significant? We're making this out to be that, you know, the tail end of Gen Y and Gen Zs are all of a sudden like they're from Mars and they're just mailing it in and they're doing the bare minimum and they're just collecting their paychecks, but that's not what they care about. Actually, the numbers for that class of folks was higher 20 years ago than it is now. So it's a soundbite that's just not factually correct. So, are there differences? Absolutely. When you look at Gen Z, they're much more creative in moving in and out of the gig economy, which, you know, to be fair, wasn't even really around in, in 2000, okay? They'll drop around, they'll change jobs frequently, they'll jump into corporate world, they'll jump out of it, all right? They wanna work in best worlds. They can work remotely now. They can do all sorts of things. They can do their job with a laptop in a lot of cases. A lot of options that, you know, to be fair, wasn't around in 2000 because Basically, these folks can't be owned like traditional employees, right? I'm here, I'm getting a paycheck, I gotta do my job right. But by the way, they were just mailing it in at a higher percentage 20 years ago. So this isn't new, but you know, people in 2000 had, had fewer options. So they feel more nebulous to an employer. And also, they're misunderstood. So sorry, Jamie, as in uh, Jamie Dimon, uh, you know, repeating the China comment, without facts is not like you. Our, our president, uh, Deb Cake Fortin, uh, De Deb didn't report directly to Jamie Dimon when she worked at Citigroup. She was a couple of rungs down the ladder, but she knew him very well. And when she heard this, she just, you know, this comment just didn't seem like him, and it's certainly not supported by data. So what do you do with a free agent, you know? You want to keep this person in the company, but you know they could be gone. They are quiet quitting. Right, they're just not engaged, folks. They're giving you the bare minimum. By the way, more than half of your employees, and this is since Gallup started gathering data, fall into this category. More than half. So, how do you give them what they're looking for? You coach them based on their talents and you place them in roles where their talents can be magnified. You find out what they like, what they're good at, what their passion is, and you give them more of that. Because if they are happy, if they feel valued, if they feel you're understood, if they feel they're in a role that where they know the expectations, they are much more likely to be engaged. So what's the difference between organizations that have a high percentage of engaged people as opposed to a low percentage of engaged people? I think you're gonna be shocked by some of these numbers, but they are the numbers, they are from Gallup, no dispute Gallup's numbers. 81% fewer absentee, lower absenteeism, 43% reduction in turnover. Today's competitive market, wouldn't that be nice? 10% increase in customer loyalty, 23% increase in profitability. There's other numbers, but that's enough. Those are numbers of what happens when you take people from those not engaged category to engaged, okay? So there's good things to move people. So I'm not saying, oh, well, it is what it is. There's huge benefits to invest, but how are you gonna get there? You're gonna get there with the things we do. You're gonna get there with coaching, with training, with mentoring, okay? You're gonna get there 
with putting together individual development plans. You're gonna put the secession planning in place. All of those things help people go, you know what, these guys care. These guys give, you know, they, they respect the fact that I don't have to come in an office every day for, depending on, on their role. They respect the fact that I want a real balance here, not just something in the brochure. I'm gonna tell you a, a, a sub story because I always try to tell you a sub story, but this sub story is about a young man. When I got to the submarine, this young man, it was called, it's called an undesignated seaman. In other words, he didn't, he didn't go to any schools for formal training before he got to the sub. So he's kind of a free agent. Um, and he was bouncing around. He tried this, he tried that, he tried this, he tried a bunch of stuff and he was on his way out of the Navy. Okay. He was leaving, but he had talent. He had the ability to be successful. And I saw that talent. And I was, again, you folks probably know this, quartermaster in the Navy, quartermaster's a navigator. And there's two things that are really important in navigation, attention to detail and charisma. Attention to detail because there's lots of moving pieces to safely navigate a submarine through the water. And charisma became, you're a very junior person convincing a very senior person, the officer of the deck, to do what the hell you want him to do. And in order to do that, you gotta have trust. You gotta have a certain thing about you where they go, okay, if you think so, we'll go there. Charisma, attention to detail. This guy had it in spades. So I picked him up, free agent. He became a really successful quartermaster, went on, went to an officer candidate program, became an officer, moved through the ranks, just finished a tour as a commanding officer of a destroyer. This was a guy who was gone. This is what you can do when you take someone who is a quiet quitter out of here, man, and turn them into someone who is engaged. The sky's the limit and you can't afford to lose people. So lazy, listless, not interested, US workers are incompetent. It's not true. And frankly, we're more engaged now than we were 20 years ago. That is the fact. So this folks is what we do. All right. I, I wouldn't say we drive engagement. That's not the terms we use, but we talent-based inclusion focused mission-oriented leadership development at all levels. All right. So we take people's talents and we focus them so that they work better interdependently and collaboratively and that they can focus on what their role is, what results they're there to produce. That's what we do and it works really well. I think those numbers we talked about earlier are probably things you'd like in your organization. So don't fall for this stuff that sounds cute, but is just not accurate. Instead, get those employees engaged by professional development, by talent development, by helping them produce excellent results. If you don't remember our books, Diversity and Inclusion in the Submarine Way, that's the book that started it all. And then of course our follow-up, Up Periscope, Putting Traditional Leadership in the Crosshairs, and boy do we deal with traditional leadership and all the garbage that goes along with us. If we can help you, www.thesubmarineway.com and you can also find our president Deb Cake Fortin or myself all over LinkedIn and pretty much all over everything else okay don't fall for these false narratives they're an excuse they're not reality your 22 24 26 year old employees are not 
much different. In fact, they're a little bit better than 20 years ago, 40 years ago, 60 years ago. And I've said this before, but I'll say it again. If you're a 50-something talking about those lazy, listless, unfocused, non-loyal 20-somethings, guess what? 30 years ago, they were saying the same thing about you. This is John Gregory Vincent. You are listening to Surfacing Inclusive Leadership, and I am out.